Josh. Yeah. I want you. Mm-mm. You want to be a control baby? You get nuts. Let's get nuts. Cup of tea. Have you watched the Flash official trailer too yet? I, no, With I have. Michael Keaton's Batman. Don't uh, say anything. Don't say anything. I haven't. Wa- I've seen the other ones. I didn't watch the one that came out today. I'm gonna save myself. Oh, it looks I seen honestly this. Everybody's I feel talking. like DC's DC's ripping off Spider-Man's multiverse. You know, Marvel does the whole multiverse to bring all three Spider-Mans. Now they're like, oh, we can. DC's like, oh, we can do that with the, the Batman's. Well, I well, would I, I, go for it. I would offer that you're partially right. Um, I don't think that they're, uh, for lack of better words, ripping off Marvel so much as they are capitalizing on the remember berries. Remember this thing? Remember this older thing that you really liked and really enjoyed and have a nostalgic connection to? Well, it's here now, so you should come and pay to see it. <laughs> um, give me, give us your money. Which, which, to be <laughs> fair, Marvel did do with No Way Home, but arguably it was they done. It was done very excellently. Yes, and they did it first, and that matters. Sure, I just pointed at the camera when I said that matters, <laughs> but you guys didn't see that. I can imagine it. All right, unpopular opinion. Does anyone else feel like Wonder Woman, the original Wonder Woman, is kind of just a ripoff of? Uh, of the original Captain America, First Avenger? The movie? A little bit, but I did like yeah. the original Wonder Woman movie. That's just because you liked the original Avenger or Captain America. I decided I was going to go back and watch all of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, oh, including great, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Oof. in chronological order. Oof. So I've watched, I've watched uh, Captain America, the First Avenger, and half of the first season of Agent Carter, which is really not my cup of tea. Why is that? I'm doing it. <laughs> yeah, he's just not doing it for me. Okay. It's kind of like when I went to watch all the Star Wars in order and then I got into the Clone Wars. I'm like, gosh. Yeah. This is brutal. Yeah. <laughs> the Clone Wars are just not. It's the same great. thing over and over again. Yeah. <laughs> and I feel like so and many was, people tout it as being something phenomenal. I think I what people like it. about it is it has these little nuggets of Star Wars uh, member berries lure, yeah, and um, which is cool. You just got to sift through all the wade through all the repetitiveness to get to those nuggets. Because the sword, the saber that Gustavo has in the first season of Mandalorian is from the Clone Wars. I have a friend who has a list of all of the important clor- Clone Wars chlorine that you need <laughs> that you need to watch to be relevant. In uh, the rest of the cinema or uh, Star Wars, but even that, it's I'm assuming it's still more than ten episodes, and so even then, you're like, well, that's still a good amount of my time. And the problem too is like the animation isn't fantastic, so it's not even a enter. It's very early 2000 CGI. Yeah, yeah. I'm not a big fan I, of CGI animation. I tried to watch um, GI Joe Sigma Six. Oh, by the way, to go back to <laughs> Hunter and Ice Childhood. It is also not, uh, not. However, those GI Joe action figures were pretty awesome. Yes. <laughs> so basically, Josh, this was when GI Joe tried to capitalize on the anime craze. Excellent. So they're like, oh, instead of making these realistic looking GI Joes, we're going to make more disproportionate anime looking GI Joes and make a cartoon that goes with it that looks more anime. <laughs> I like it. And, and it, it was good. The, the, action figures were good and when you're playing with those action figures and you're watching the show you're like yeah baby snake eyes so Uh, kind of in that same kind of in that same vein i wonder who star wars visions is for i wonder how i wonder how what percentage of the populace is are, are thirsting for uh for star wars anime on screen and I could be, I could be very uh, ignorant right now. I'm totally okay with that. But um, they're making a season two, is why I say that. And I, I are we talking Star Wars anime or Star Wars? Star Wars Vision. Star Wars Visions <laughs> is a show on Disney Plus that I am referencing. Oh, not HBO Max. So it's not Hentai. Correct. Correct. <laughs> not that one. You see, the dude that made Euphoria is making a show with The Weeknd. That's supposed to be more sexually explicit than Euphoria, which is like HBO's all-time most sexually explicit show. 
No, I didn't know that. (laughs) (laughs) I just, I can't get into these shows that are like using sexuality as like the main driving force. (laughs) Yeah. I felt like. uh, But you love Zendaya Hunter. She's in that. I know. I do love Zendaya. (laughs) She made a surprise Coachella appearance. Didn't you see? (laughs) I did not. Yo, Alice made a surprise Coachella appearance. Blink one eighty two, and it was fantastic. Was that it was that was. a surprise? Yeah, yes, they it announced it the day before. Oh, cool. they weren't on the list. The only I looked at the list and I felt like an old person because <laughs> so I'm like aggressive. the only band I want to see here. There's no one else I know I even know besides the Gorillas. Yeah, the well, girls. and they were like packed right at the beginning of it. Like, yeah. Uh, uh, one of the guys that works for me uh, has a gorilla's tattoo of the drummer. Finally, someone let me out of my cage. Have you seen the video of him talking about how you wrote that song? And it's like a preset on an Omnicord. <laughs> it's like a beats patch on an Omnicord. And it just does the doon, 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 doon. And he's like, and you want to see something even crazier? And he hits like the loop part of it. And it does the fill, the... Dun, 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 right before it goes into the, <laughs> and then he starts singing along. He's like, "Finally, someone let me out of my cage." Um, who? What's the fucking song? Uh, is it Clint Eastwood? Where they're in the desert? Yeah, yeah, it's from a bottle. Yours from a canteen. Yeah, I think so. Um, that one, the guy who raps in that, I can't remember who the artist is he featured, but he wrote that song with a book that was how to write a hit rap song. Yes. And it was basically like a Mad Lib. (laughs) Y'all notice how there's uh, seemingly an abundance of copyright licenses, licenses going out to modern movies being released that are capitalizing on Beastie Boys. I love the Beastie Boys, man. There was a Beastie Boys song tonight that I got to witness. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh yeah i don't remember which one or what song it was but i i just sent you guys the video of of uh damon talking about how he wrote clint eastwood on the omnicord just by playing the presets lindelof um what was i gonna say uh <laughs> fuck <laughs> i lost just my train the way of he jumps into it we join our heroes again for another episode of the Cup of Tea podcast where we talk about their topics until it's no longer our cup of tea. At this moment, one of our heroes, Tanner, is struggling to remember what it was he wanted to say. Let's see if he's figured it out. I had it and the intro was going on and I forgot it again. Um, what were we talking about? Josh was talking about something. Oh, the Beastie Boys. There is a really good documentary about the Beastie Boys when um, the, I can't remember what one it was, but the third member passed. Um, the other two did this big uh, live, uh, basically, audience included history of the band as a tribute to their fallen member, and it's pretty good and it's also kind of sad. Um, did he die of AIDS? No, that was um, <laughs> that was. Easy E <laughs> from kind of uh, NWA. What did it was Mike Mikey? D? I think he had cancer. Was that it? Mikey D was the one that passed away, right? I gotta look this up. I'm looking it up right now. <sighs> this should be fun to edit. <laughs> it's all part of the experience. Part of the experience, babe. <sighs> We're just diving in. Y'all listen to the band Camino? Yeah, baby. They're very good. I can't stand it. I know you planned it. Gotta set straight this water gate. I can't stand record when I'm in here. Cause your crystal ball ain't so crystal clear. It's beautiful. Um uh, there's two songs that I think are bangers on the band Camino's first album. And they're, they're two hits, but they fucking slap. You hear the two singles they put Camino. out recently? Uh-uh. Oh, boy. You haven't heard Told You So well, yet? I didn't care for their second album. Try Hard's oh. the only one I really care for. Oh, come on now. MCA is the one who passed. 
Okay, 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 okay. Okay. You've got me. You've got me up track. Got me thinking abstract. Mm-hmm. The first time I ever heard the Beastie Baby, Boys. Look what you done, still. Because I, I've got never it. listened to the band Camino. Somebody, I'm body contact. I can't remember the song. I haven't listened to it so long. Um, it was on <laughs> one of the. Uh, the now that's what I call music. And it's the one where it's like, set you off with the needle nose pliers. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes uh what one is that oh it's so good it was like 2004 or something like that no it was later than that it was like now that's what i call music 11 or 17 one of the two um it's beastie boys beastie boys but man what a banger inner intergalactic is great i think sabotage is my favorite um shake your rum's good Y'all know who is very much worth the listening time, but you often forget about it. Who? The Black Keys. There. I I thought you were going to say the Black Keys. Was it Check It Out? Yeah. Check, check, check it out. What's what's, what's it all about? Let's turn this, burn this party out. Um, I thought you were going to say the Black Eyed Peas. No. And I love OG Black Eyed Peas, man. Where is the love? You know Justin Where Timberlake does the, the harmonies on that because he wrote that song. Really? Yeah, and he gave it to them because they thought they could do it better. Nice. That's called then humility. He couldn't even. Fergie couldn't even remember the lyrics to the national anthem. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I'm not gonna lie. I would never, never agree to sing the national anthem because I feel like I would be so nervous I could forget the lyrics. Chris Stapleton blew it out of the park. Oh my gosh, he's so good. In general. Uh, are you excited to go see Chris Stapleton Tanner? Yeah, you want me to pay you? Because it's not going to happen until the show. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking about that the other day. <laughs> I, we're going Bought to the see tickets it. and never got paid. We're going to see a show tomorrow night, and one of my guys hasn't paid me back yet. But it was only like thirty-five bucks, so it's you know. This was like one hundred and fifty bucks per that's, person. That's more bucks. That's more bucks than mine is. <laughs> more schmackaroons. More more schmack. More schmeckles. More schmeckaboonies. Um, more schmeckles than Michael I could Pierce afford, buddy. Taste like pennies. Gross. And I'm all about that schmoney. Um, who are you going to go see, Josh? We are going to go see Howdy. And you spell that with two V's instead of a W. I think uh, I said. What I is s- up with that? Uh, is it like, uh, <laughs> did the guy uh, who wrote The Lighthouse do it? Along with the witch? <laughs> no, no, witch. He, did, he did not. He did not. I, I think I've, I've hey. uh, it's the boy. I sent you guys this <laughs> album a few weeks ago, but I'll just send it again. But I really much wouldn't it. mind seeing Hardy live. I wouldn't um, either, and I would buy a t-shirt too. Big yes. butt, big butt cheek guys just saw him. Yeah, he would uh, too, wouldn't I, he? I just heard the song uh, "One Beer" for the first time yesterday. Dude, today, truck bed man, truck bed's the jam. Uh, get in the, the truck is still my favorite song by him. Get in the truck. <laughs> Just get in the truck. Gonna go shoot a I love Lainey Wilson. <laughs> um, is that whiskey, Josh? No. What is it, scotch? It's it's Pepperidge Farms Moonshine. It's not pepper. Yeah, see, because you 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 just try to wash away all the. Uh, I was gonna name your place of work, but the running gag is that we don't name where you work, so I won't do it. <laughs> I'm heavily since I just started mowing season back up, and mm. I mow for ten different properties. I'm heavily back into the podcast listening season. Nice, good, good. Yeah. So I caught up on ours because I haven't listened in a long time. (laughs) (laughs) You just doubled our listen count for the past six episodes. Let me let me look up these uh, these analytics. (laughs) These stats—they're popping off, man. You know, you guys want to know what I'm drinking tonight? What are you drinking tonight? (sighs) Carbonated water that I made at home with my Soda Stream. I forget about soda streams. We had streams. 18 total plays this week. They're kind of <laughs> They're all Tanner. <laughs> I listened to, I think, six episodes today. Nice. Jesus. You were that far behind? Are yes. Vincent Collins still keeping up with us? I have no idea. You got to cut all this out. <laughs> this is so This is so uh, vulnerable. It's too real. It's too real for the common it's folk. Too re- yeah. 
<laughs> they don't know how tough uh, the okay. business is. Okay, okay. Get the fuck up out of my business. My business. I was listening to Livida on the way home from work today. Is he seizing? Is he seizing up right now? Oh, it's disgusting. Get it away from me. Put you in my oven. Um, <laughs> Ty, get everything back on track. Is everyone at attention now? For the sake of hitting the floor map. <clears throat> Who pooped less? Not me, baby. I pooped oh, at around 2.30 p.m. Okay, you got me beat. You can go. Nice. So I'll I'll talk about the one that popped up the other day. Um, actually, last night that I was like, ooh, I'm kind of glad we didn't record because this one will be interesting to talk about. Um, but sometimes when I think things are interesting to me, I feel like they fall flat to you. So we'll see how this goes. Yeah, boy. Uh, <laughs> so I read the other day. Let's pick, picture, I read picture this. the book version of Interstellar. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we should recap Interstellar sometime. Um, I read the other day that mashed potatoes are just the Irish version of guacamole. <laughs> so what? So what's in guacamole? Does anybody know? Avocado so seasonings. Oh, and olive oil, right? It's, it's olive oil. Uh, avocados and then i'd assume a certain variety of seasonings and hear me out good mashed potatoes not like the cheap shit you buy at the store but good mashed potatoes you got potato preferably skin on mashed up you throw a little bit of butter that could be the substitute of the olive oil and then chives and then you got you a golden know? mashed potato you want to know my favorite mashed potatoes what's that the garlic and butter mashed instant mashed potatoes from Kroger. I suppose the they're pretty good. I, I don't like, like I, chunky. Oh. I don't like homemade chunky mashed potatoes. I, like I love mashed real mashed potatoes. Instant mashed potatoes all the way. Josh, break the tie. Uh, well, you see, it all started when I was a boy, and it was my 17th Thanksgiving Eve, the night before. Grandmother looked down to me, just a wee boy last year. She said, son. How tall are you? Huh? She said, son, what kind of mashed taters do you want tonight? And I started speaking in a foreign language unknown to my small mind. And I said, <laughs> I, I think instant's fine. I've had both, but I think the uh, the Bob Evans ones is the one that my mom gets, and I think I like that, and that's my answer. I'll eat all but of it. But if you had the choice between the two, you you would pick instant over real. I well the I don't eat. You either. had both of them sitting in front of you. <laughs> they're both looking at me in my face. I the issue is staring that, at you. The ones got all teary eyes and it's just yeah. Like, eat me, Josh. Just just put me in your mouth, Josh. Just 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 smother me in gravy and put me in your eat me senpai yeah the issue is that i don't eat taters on a consistent enough basis that i'm able to recall <laughs> you know how they stack up so i'm pulling i'm pulling from the memory bank here but again i would eat both of them in a heartbeat but right now i'm just gonna say instant yeah baby all right let's carry this conversation on go on <laughs> gravy What's the best kind of gravy? Are there more Sausage, than one? Chicken, beef, or ham? Is ham gravy? Or turkey, sorry, not turkey. This is not ham, turkey. Turkey, chicken, beef, or sausage? Beef, preferably with no chunks in it. Smooth. Smooth. <laughs> what? <on the> baby's <laughs> bottom. <laughs> Along with my smooth instant mashed potatoes. I don't want chunks, you, no chunks in any are, of it. Are you 85 with no teeth? <laughs> Maybe. Do you also puree your burgers? Hmm. Ooh, <sighs> I got uh, burgers from the butcher shop. Well, Ariel bought them from the butcher shop today. And um, my God, were they good? Nice. I don't think I've had <clears throat> any other gravy except normal gravy. 
I could be what wrong. You don't normal get like gravy? turkey, like just Thanksgiving like, time. Yeah, turkey just, gravy. just like whatever, whatever gravy comes with taters, you know. Turkey gravy is ass. <laughs> I don't turkey think gravy is the best when it's got turkey the in general in is it? ass. Turkey sucks. The gravy's great. I'll make a whole ass nope. turkey. Throw that bird away and just make the gravy out of the brine. Hey, yo, throw that bird away. <laughs> <laughs> Saw a video earlier as we were waiting for you to get on, Josh. And it was a coyote picking up a possum, and the possum started playing possum, you know, just laying there, just curled as up they in do, a ball. As they do, as they do, as they do. That's what they do. And uh, so it worked. The coyote started smelling him, and he's like, I don't know, this ain't for me. And then he just takes a piss on him and walks away. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Have you ever seen a coyote? Is that uh, a Yes. <laughs> oh, Josh, bring back the haircut. I, he still has it. I kind yeah, I just need a trim. <laughs> but okay, so we can all agree maybe mashed potatoes are Irish guacamole. Why are you leaning back and know, yelling into your microphone? <laughs> the real question that I want to know is we we all agree mashed potatoes are Irish guacamole. I did we? I want to know what <laughs> other food you guys can think of is just another ethnicity's <laughs> version of a food in a least racist way you can put it. <laughs> um, Europeans chips or like American French fries. <laughs> <laughs> They're the same thing. They just call them different things. Get out of here, fucking nerd. All right, I got it. I got it. Americans tacos. Hot dogs. No. Say it again. Not a hot dog is just an American taco. You got your meat, you got your sauces, you put your veggies on there. It's a taco. It's it's wrapped up in a in a in a one piece. (laughs) You feel what I'm saying? Nope. This is (sighs) wrong. Why are you saying wrong? Hear the counter argument. Why is that wrong? Because like the grain substitute, so yeah, your flour or corn tortilla versus a whole ass bun. Yeah. <laughs> you got you got chunky meats. Are or... you telling me pita bread isn't bread just because it's flat? Oof. <laughs> Rough waters. Well, I'll say it a uh, tortilla is different than bread. There's nothing that rises. So there's, there's no nothing yeast. that rises in a pita. Says like my wife, there's no yeast. <laughs> I think your argument is on faulty grounds. No, because you got you got your shredded chicken or you got your shrimp or you got your ground beef. And in a hot dog you got you got pork shoved in intestine. <laughs> Tastes good though. It's right? not the same. There's no lettuce. Or that on a fucking hot dog. Hit hit me with this. Okay, I just Googled a tortilla. What is a tortilla classified as? A better description of a tortilla would be a flatbread. Mm. They are more similar to Indian flatbreads or Middle Eastern flatbreads in shape and size than they are loaves of bread made from flour. Despite these definitions and criteria, though, tortillas really do perform the same function as bread does, motherfucker. Got him. And then, okay, your lettuce argument? <laughs> onions. Onion, you have onions on tacos and you have onions on a hot dog. An onion is not lettuce. It's a veggie. <clears throat> Do you guys like Chicago dogs? Chicago dogs are the only dogs. I've had too few. I love Chicago dogs. You got the, the, got the little pepper. You got the little... What's the, little the, the really... What's the light, 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 light green relish looking stuff? That's relish. what's that fucking called? No, it's not. It's a certain type of relish stuff for a true Chicago dog. Guacamole yeah, slaps. <sighs> mustard. Yeah. Oh. So, so the relish could be the substitute for guacamole on a taco. It would it help you think that a hot dog is a taco more if I chop the hot dog up into bits? <sighs> A hot dog is closer to a hamburger than it is a taco. Oh, you're wrong, brother. <laughs> what right. do you mean? What do you mean? How is I a mean, hot dog closer to a sandwich than a taco? I don't know, but if this was my cup of tea, I would say it's not. 
We just got into the interesting <laughs> part. <laughs> I'm bringing this up on another episode. Josh, Josh, Josh you're next. Topic. I'm next. Listen, if mom said it best, then okay. So here's something. Here's something that I've been thinking about, and I don't know why I've been thinking about. It. I'll tell you why. I'll make it make sense. <laughs> you know what? Never mind. I'm not even gonna say that. So I'm getting to the point in my life, um, in which in my in my vast 27 years of existence. I'm able to do certain math and I'm able to go, oh, that was over a decade ago as I think about memories and such. So with that being said, I just want to bring you guys along with me in that journey uh, when I tell you that this October, the uh, hit film School of Rock will be 20 years old. God damn. Just a little. Uh, so that came out in 2003. Correct. Jesus. Yeah, just a little dose of reality there for you guys. I just wanted to be a blessing tonight. Does anybody think that the lead singer from Blues Traveler is just Jack Black in a, in a serious band? Did you say Blues Traveler? Yeah. The... And the hook yeah. brings you back. Oh, it does kind of look like him, doesn't it? Dude, and then when he's doing yeah, like the, the scat mannerisms. Yeah. <laughs> bring it in, bring it in, bring it in, bring it in. Nice. The freaking lyrics for the verse of the hook are ridiculous. Um, Josh. Yes, sir. So do you remember going to Petunia Festival <laughs> back in college? Keep, uh, keep, um, keep talking to me, talking to me more about it because I have one askew memory that we were gonna like play it. We didn't, but I just remember that we we were maybe gonna do it. But that's all I va- I vaguely remember the Petunia Festival. So guess who the headliner this year is? You probably don't even care for this band or know who it is. Mumford and Hunter, Sons. Have you heard this yet? I have, and I want to go really bad. The headliner for the Petunia Fest this year is the '90s band Everclear. How do they? How do they do that? I don't know. How, who who but is? Who I'm is so doing excited. That? Who is getting Everclear to come to Dixon, Illinois? <laughs> I so well. They got the blue. They got Blues Traveler, and now they have Everclear. I'm they so had stoked. Spin Doctors. Spin Doctors was my favorite one so far. So let me ask you guys a question, and this is is by this is by no means trying to like make a joke or make light or belittle anyone or anything. Here I go. Okay. Who? How? What kind of crowd is this expected to pull in in the Dixon Sterling Rock Falls and greater area? Bands like Blues well, Traveler or Everclear. What's the What's the goal? Let here? Let me tell you. <laughs> the fucking shitty ass bar band that we're in only plays '90s fucking music, so yeah, and it's popular. Fog <laughs> Valley area loves it. Yeah, right. sadly, that's fine. You know, sadly, which I like '90s music. I just hate being in a cover band. Sure, but that's that's on different. That's a that's a conversation <laughs> that's a topic for another day. <laughs> conversation for another time on another. But all my friends are in bar bands and I don't know how it happened. Good stuff. Um, you still doing church music, Josh? I do some church you music every now and else? then. I'm doing some church music every now and then. Doing doing any other music? No, 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 no. Uh, Tabor Tot and I a while ago were kind of dipping our toes back into some stuff, but due to some. I saw. Oh, hi. Go ahead. Yeah. I was just gonna say I saw that he liked the Dare I Dream Facebook page the other day. Who? I was unaware that he was back on Facebook. Uh, <laughs> um, that might be a bot. <laughs> it definitely could be, especially the fact that he it went out of its way to like an old band page from 2015. I smell something fishy. Yeah. <laughs> He's just supporting his bro. Hello. That's funny. Wait, your brother? No. What? Who? Mine? His? Ours. Who are we talking what? about? Remember yours? My I was distracted. Phone. I was distracted uh. by the baseball game. Um. So you and Josh were, yeah. You and Tabes were yeah, working we, outside, yeah, but we were doing never stuff. really did anything with it. Well, there's life, life, and things, and that's not an excuse. That's just kind of true. You know, priorities and there's such. There's been about. Five years in a row now, where I'm like, this year I'm gonna gonna record an EP. Sure, and I never do. Yeah. 
I put one out, but I haven't done anything since. That's okay. Got a lot of mu- music I'm sitting on that I'm waiting for other people to finish up. There you go. Gotta love it. Was that a Can slight? You write any guitar parts? Oh. <laughs> no. Because See? I write them and they go nowhere. There's no reason. Ah, um, this is causing dissension. <laughs> I don't like it. Well, no. I well, do that freaking work. Yeah. I have written, and we could release a song that I have produced right now, but I'm waiting on a man to record real drums instead of my programmed drums. And he has not. Hey, Josh. Hi. If we send you tracks, you want to record drums and then send it back to us? I have no <laughs> way to do that currently. Without do you own being, any drums? Wh- no, I don't own any drums. What? I got room in my house for drums. I don't play drums. You playing the, sure, the you acoustic did, You did it in the past. Who said what? Say it again. Say, say <laughs> it, both of you say it again, but at different times. Josh. Yeah. I want you, Mm-mm. and we can release it uh, as a podcast episode. I want you to record every instrument on a song and release it. Sing it, guitars, bass, drums. For why? Kazoo. Just should because we, you should, can. Should we, should we do it? <laughs> do the should Dave we Grawl all thing? do it? And then see whose comes you out know, better? <laughs> Dave, mine would be bad. <laughs> um, so Foo Fighters released a new single. Uh, and this is post post um Taylor. Post Taylor. Mm. Um did Dave record drums on it or do they have a different drummer? Dave recorded drums on it as far as I know. Okay. Um That's what I was curious about. Man, I was watching a breakdown of No One Knows by Queens of the Stone Age, like the little drum fill, the third drum fill in the chorus. Uh and how a lot of people will play it as like just like four beat blasts. Instead of uh, what is a rudimental uh, fill of doing a triplet with an added 16th note between the first and second beat of the triplet. Uh, and yeah. I was like, there's no way this is that big of a difference that it's noticeable. And then he played the fill the first time as just like four beats or like the blast of four beats and then did it as that rudiment. Uh, and I was like, oh, my God, this is a huge difference. This is why I'm not good at drums. <laughs> <laughs> Everything you just said is why I'm not good at drums because it meant nothing to me. <laughs> it means nothing to me. Have have we really quick, quick, very quick side note? Has anybody had a conversation about how uh, bless him, Pat Smear looks like he doesn't. Rudy? He what? No, no. That he just he, he doesn't look like he. Like when I look at the pictures of of uh, Foo Fighters. And I'm glancing the faces, and then I see Pat. I think, I, he just doesn't look like he, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Band. He just looks, he look. I guess it, I'll tell you what it is. I, I think he looks more dad than all the other guys. So he's older than the other guys because he is in a punk band called The Germs, yes, I believe, before, yes, yes. Correct. before he joined Nirvana as their second guitarist. And then he jumped into the Foo Fighters after they lost their second guitarist. Um, but I think he's much older than the rest. The other thing that's fun, there's a couple things that I love about Pat Smear. Um, I love that he went from being this really skinny bleach blonde hair punker to this guy who dresses like he's, um, a rich homosexual. Okay. <laughs> and and I, I, that's probably a little derogatory soon, but he always wears like really nice suits. Sure. All this stuff. Um, his name's Pat smear, which sounds like pap smear. Yeah, it does. And he looks like Rudy Lovano. Okay. <laughs> There's so many fun things about this guy. It's too many fun. And things. he sounds like he's a really nice dude. They all sound like really nice dudes. And I'll be honest, I, know. I was kind of surprised Taylor overdosed because I just, I don't know. I didn't really think he was like a big like heroin addict. <laughs> well, he's overdosed before because he yes. overdosed in like the late 90s, early 2000s. But he was drumming for Alanis Morissette before he was in the Foo Fighters. Well, and uh, he's a surfer. I remember. <laughs> I remember Shore always talking about how she was pretty sure uh, I should have known was about Taylor's overdose. I should have known. known. He said it was. Look at the mess you're in. I should have known. 
Well, everyone thought it was about Dave Grohl, or not Dave Grohl, uh, Kurt Cobain for a while. And he denied that, but I didn't know if he ever said what it was actually about. Yeah, he said it was about Taylor. When He said it's not about Kurt, it's about Taylor. <laughs> and other things. You can't argue around uh, that. <laughs> <laughs> I he's, suppose. He straight up said it, bro. <laughs> Call yourself um, a fan. <laughs> you haven't you haven't watched all the interviews. <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> um you don't even you don't even know where their their second drummer and bassist is even from, man. You you don't even know that the first album was recalled all by Dave Grawl and his after, after whatever. You don't even know That's, that I'm the so, Foo Fighters is just a figment of your imagination. Uh, you, you I wish I could play Foo Fighters come from. I wish I could play the drums because then I could like record a whole album myself and not have Dude, anything programmed. I can barely play drums and I can still record drums for an album. The good thing about recording drums, Tanner, is shit. You can record it part by part. And even if you're not very good, I, you can practice I've that thought about doing that. Punch it like in. just use a hi-hat and then just use a kick drum and then just That's use not a what snare. I not, meant. Not even, <laughs> not even in the that same room. programming. <laughs> well, so Dave Grawl, tying it back in, Dave Grawl recorded the drum parts for my hero, recording the uh, all the cymbals separate from like the toms, kick, and snare. Yep. So that they would sound uh, super clean. Josh, what was your topic? Where did this go? I and talked about the school, school of rock being 20 years old in October. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, <laughs> and we got into Blues Traveler and then playing at the... <laughs> yeah. That's really But derailed. I digress. Uh, um, what's Jack Black up to now? The Mario movie. <laughs> being Bowser and Mario. Uh, yeah. <laughs> peaches, Is he still peaches, doing peaches, his... Peaches, uh, peaches, what was the peaches, peaches, toy saxophone thing? The, the saxophone? <laughs> Yeah, he, he breaks that bad him. boy out at every Tenacious D concert. <laughs> I saw for a while. Um, I don't know if it was an act, but like on stage, him and Cage got into an argument and Cage left the band. Was yeah, that real or fake? They did it every show for like that tour. That's oh, okay. <laughs> it's classic them. Yeah, they're so goofy. Peaches, Bunch of goofy peaches, boys. Peaches, peaches. peaches. You realize that the uh, the album, not to be this guy, but the album that Tribute was on uh, came out 22 years ago? Jeez, boys. You guys realize that song's not the greatest song in the world and it's just a tribute? <laughs> okay, so that brings me into songs that are like about things that everyone thinks but aren't actually. Anyone else notice that the song The Monster Mash isn't actually... The it's song. not the Monster Mash. It's about people dancing to, to the, monster the Monster Mash. <laughs> yeah. And Dracula copyright encrypted like fucking uh, one of the other monsters with with uh, with the Monster Mash. <sighs> Nobody talks about this. I want to know what uh, the Monster Mash actually sounds like. Okay, that's it. We're going to have an episode where we all record the, what we think the Monster <laughs> Mash sounds like. You have until Halloween to make it happen. You can hire somebody off of Fiverr Tanner to play oh. drums on it. I don't give a shit. Oh, we're we gonna still haven't the, done that. We're going to make the Monster Mash. I'm going to forget it. And we're all tonight. three going to make it, and we're going to see who's the best, and we're going to have people vote. This is I'm the mash. Note in my phone. <laughs> This ain't the monster mash. <laughs> um, I'm sad about it, but you know we're not even into summer. And I watched um, scary stories to tell in the dark the other day, and it made me ready for Halloween. Mm. And I'm excited <laughs> for Halloween. I wish it could be hot, uh, like fall all year round. Yep, I agree. Nice. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay okay so so Trinacious D Jack Black we've we've come full circle here uh, Miranda Cosgrove Drake that, Bell Drake Bell went missing and was back. found he's he was back found. now he's getting a and divorce his wife wants to divorce him yeah <laughs> yeah uh, what is going on with that man uh, you, Drake Bell you probably voiced, don't want to know <laughs> he's a pedophile Drake, Drake Bell voice yeah 
Drake Bell voices Holly's favorite, one of Holly's favorite TV shows right now. She's really into Spider Man. May I interject? <laughs> May I? Can I'd like to? I'd like to? I'd like to uh, enter into some unclear waters. Okay. Uh, feel free to stay as long or as brief as you feel necessary. What does? I don't, I don't just not know. I guess I'm just asking for more examples, whatever. What does child endangerment mean? <laughs> You're putting a child in a dangerous sure, situation. Sure, sure, sure. But like, <laughs> sure. Where, where does that, like, what, what does that encompass? Like, what, like, couldn't that be I subjective to some, I know. Say I it's anything that is could be defined as endangering a child's physical or emotional well-being mm. say say you're a former pop star i won't no it's very controversial <laughs> now and you decide to put your son blanket over um the ledge out a window that's child endangerment say you're in the outback and you're you let your baby sleep outside of the tent and a dingo takes it the dingo Boom. ate my baby. Child endangerment. I don't think that's child endangerment. I think that's just offering a sacrifice at that point. <laughs> say, say um, you have a daughter. Stop. And let's, let's just go you, and stop. You <laughs> convince her that she has this disease and you feed her drugs to make her um, believe that she can't take care of herself. And then so you're you up on Hulu. I get it. I get it. Let's move on. <laughs> let's not talk about child endangerment anymore. Say child you, endangerment child is no longer missing. my cup of tea. Tanner, say what's your topic? Say you, you have claim to your child you have to missing. Ignoring the rules. <laughs> These are the rules. He has a gun. You're Casey Anthony. Anarchy. Casey Anthony. <laughs> um, <laughs> I want to know, as an outsider, on two men who really loved Doctor Who, Oof. and me, a man who's only watched one to two episodes what's it look like from the inside because from the outside looking in it does not look fun what's so alluring how, how can i get past the first season to finish the first the rest? season's not great don't get me wrong christopher eccleston's a decent guy how how do you watch a show when you don't even like the first season <laughs> how do you, how do you watch the office because the, the first, first season, season in the office was rough. The Michael was rough. Pam and Jim were the highlight of that first season. So the first season of Doctor Who, it will grow. It will grow on you and you'll start it going. Felt, so you want to hear my synapse or my review from my two episodes? Quick, quick <laughs> one. Well, no, I'm talking about the first season because I tried to watch it. I got like maybe four or five episodes in. Um, but I can give you what if I were to write the critics review on the back of the VHS case. Um, the, you know, the little short one line or two line phrase. Yeah. This is a nineties after school special mm. for adults. And <laughs> so <laughs> trash. Um, <laughs> I felt like I was watching, like I got, I felt like it was, Three o'clock, I just got home from elementary school and I'm kicking off my shoes. And for some reason, I have BBC Two on my parents' television and we popped it on and it's that midday, I um, think, no one's watching TV yet special. I think the the channel the, you're talking about lead, is BBC Double Penetration. Um, the, <laughs> the lady, the first, the first companion... Looks mm -hmm. like I might see her in an episode of Fake Taxi. <laughs> uh, I'm speechless. Her boyfriend gets killed and she just ditches him. <laughs> uh, so you know, get she's into, like, see a black guy. Get I'm gonna go hang out with this season, white doctor. Get <laughs> get through <laughs> season one. If you're already five in, just finish the last five episodes. Why and do then, no streaming services carry this fucking show? Why do I have to bootleg it? Because they, because BBC, man, um, <laughs> they tried to make their own streaming service and it fell apart after they took the rights away from everybody else. Uh, but um, the like next five seasons after that with David Tennant, absolutely great. Matt Smith, 
Uh, Newt from uh, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them is just a ripoff of Matt Smith's Doctor. Can I say something? Nobody can change my mind. What's up? Doctor Who is on HBO, by the way. There is you it go. now? It has been for a while. It's going to yeah, be hard to watch because it's just kind of a Doctor. Shoo. It's good. Shoo. It's good once you get into it. You just got to give it time. You got to give it time to settle in. It's like the first season of of uh, Better Call Saul. He's not going to watch it. It slow. Just move on. I never finished. <laughs> I never finished Better Call Saul. Um, what? So, so I gave you from my outside looking in, just like Lone Star, um, my thoughts. Give me the inside out. The Mindy Callahan happy, sad. At least Pixar. watch the episode. If you want an episode that'll get you into it, watch the episode Vincent, of Vincent and the Doctor. Yes. That's the only one I watched. Oh. You just told me you watched five, you fucking liar. <laughs> That's the only one I watched outside of the first season. Oh, that episode. So did you watch the full thing, Josh? Every time. What do you mean by the full thing? It's not done yet. I know, but are you like still watching is what I mean. No, no, I haven't been for a while. I have seen all of Eccleston. I've seen all of Tennant. I saw all of Matt Smith. Um, I saw, gosh, probably. I saw. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> I was Ask say, a I question and Tenet. interrupt him. <laughs> <laughs> I saw Tennant, and the music was way louder than any of the dialogue. Christian, uh, not Christian Bale. Um, the guy who directed the yeah, you ruined, you ruined, you you were almost on a roll, sweetheart, and I also disagree with your statement. It's probably the bootleg yeah, versions you're watching. Wrong. Um, I I, didn't, I never watched Tenet. I'm lying. Um, <laughs> now Josh I only didn't watched. Thought. Well, you interrupted him, so I forgot where he's at. <laughs> I'm hoping he didn't. I watched all of Matt Smith. I said Matt Smith. <laughs> <laughs> watched all of Matt Smith. And I think I probably saw, ooh, I'm pulling this one out of my butt, look out, about 70% of what Capaldi did. Um, I liked him. I liked Peter Capaldi. I think he was fun. He's um, a return to form. Yeah. And so I I, I kind of fell off midway through his run just because, not because I didn't like it or anything. I just, I just did. Um, and now they're kind of just trying to stay relevant, one might say. If I if I may be so bold, <sighs> yeah, I haven't heard great things about um, the female doctor. I can't. Think you don't of even name. know her name. I don't because I stopped watching after the first season of Capaldi. I'll be honest. <clears throat> I just I was Jodie Whittaker. Jodie Whittaker. Uh, Seems I was lovely. Working. I was in college. I didn't have enough time. Uh, so, however, oh, it's not okay. <laughs> Mister Mister David Tennant. He's Man, back at the but moment. They're, they're, but like, you do get it though, right? You get why he's it's, he's it's, you get why he's back. Money because they want their ratings back. Yeah. So like, remember remember berries. Remember from the Flash. You remember this guy that you really you loved and have an emotional what? attachment to. He's back just for you. You should come watch and stay. I. I still think Matt Smith's my favorite Doctor, though. I, I started watching consistently with him, and then I went back oh. and kind of backtracked. I consistently watched with all of uh, David Tennant's. Um, yes. The other really good David Tennant episode is The Library. Yes. Uh, oh, what a good episode. Um, but the the uh, like 50th anniversary special with John Hurt as one of the doctors was absolutely amazing. Yes. Um also very very sad uh there's just that's a show that has a lot of good moments that are like just genuinely like sad like character moments uh the doctor's only wife uh they only see them each other in reverse chronological order so when he knows her the most is the first time she's ever meeting him and vice versa uh which is very uh good in a storyline kind of way um, and then, oh, the best companions, in my opinion, and this may be my Matt Smith bias, uh, Rory and Amy Pond, because mm, Karen Gillan is a fucking babe. You think so? <laughs> I think she's gorgeous. I love her accent. 
Interesting. Which which alien is she in guards the Guardians of the Nebula. Galaxy? Is she she's the one who's Nebula. Is yeah. Nebula the one that's all robot yes. or mostly robot? She's a cyborg. Okay. Yeah, get it um, right. Yeah, get it right. Uh, yeah, and and her Scottish accent is great, and she's the one that's the companion during um during Vincent and the Doctor, and if you've watched. All of their like Rory and her like story arc. Then Vincent, the doctor, when he looks at her and says, uh, "Why are you crying?" and all this stuff, it makes so much more sense and makes that scene so much sadder. Ugh. Um, so good. What was I gonna say? Uh, have you guys watched the boy who waits. the Puss in Boots? <laughs> no, I hear it's great though. <laughs> I've heard nothing but good things. <laughs> it's it's Unlike fantastic. Oh. Florence Pugh. <laughs> Florence Pugh voices Goldilocks in it, and she has a Scottish accent. Um, and at the end, they tease Shrek's coming back. Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, boy. How long do you think they're going to ride Shrek's dick? Oh, don't. Massive no, green dick. no, 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 no. <laughs> it's, it's all over now. <laughs> you guys want to hear my quick synopsis of Bo is Afraid? It's a two-second synopsis. I'm not going to watch it until it comes out on DVD. All I'm going to say is giant daddy dick. (laughs) Tommy hit hit me with that after we watched it, and I was like, that's it? That's the synopsis? Was it good? Did you think it was good? (laughs) You've You've said all you need to say. So... I am a Hunter's big fan asses. of oh, really artsy movies. <laughs> uh-huh. This might have been too artsy for me to understand. <laughs> it was a fever dream of epic proportions. The uh, review, picture of Homer's I... Odyssey, but less coherent. <laughs> and so much more guilty. I had so much anxiety watching this movie, man. I'll probably go I watch saw, it again. I saw a review that said um, something along the lines of this is what happens when a big a bigger studio takes a plunge and lets someone make their um, art dream that shouldn't have been made. <laughs> Thor yeah, like a lot of people are saying, again. <laughs> a lot of people are saying that it's just Ari Aster stroking his ego for three and a half hours. Is it three and a half hours? It's three and a half hours long, and Tommy and I are really going into it. Yeah, Lord. Well, I've watched it might TV only be three hours long, that. but <laughs> it was it was long. <laughs> you my... know what I rewatched again recently? What's up? Chernobyl. Oh, what a good series! All five hours of it. I watched it twice in one week. <laughs> You thinking about something? Josh, you're looking up the runtime. No, I was, I was. And then I got distracted by The Witcher Season 3. No. Oh, yeah, Witcher Season 3 comes out tomorrow? No, no, it doesn't come out tomorrow. I thought it came out like this week. What are you, some kind of twig? It's it's, it's about three hours long. Good night. Dude, you got to really make that worth it at this point. Ah. The only show <laughs> I'm watching right now that I'm excited about because it's releasing, um, you know, weekly is Yellow Jackets nice. season two. I just don't know. I haven't I haven't took the dive for Yellow Jackets. Can we talk There's about only one season? Out. I know, but I just don't know if I want to. I don't know if it's going to be my cup of tea. But you went watch Bo as afraid. <laughs> Fuck Yeah. <laughs> And I still don't know if it's my cup of tea. You guys I watched the whole damn thing. Discussing Hereditary, by the way. Or Midsummer, like they weren't good movies. What I the thought fuck? they were great. Josh has apparently never seen them. So you, you did watch Midsummer, right? You just felt uncomfortable with it, Josh? We talked about all of this. What is there to ask about? I was gone. I was gone. <laughs> I just did, want clarification. You just said you listened to it. Apparently yes, he well, doesn't. I was mowing. <laughs> Well, I had a Josh constant. has not Burr. watched you. <laughs> you need noise canceling headphones. I do, and there's still a hum because that mower is loud as shit. Um, 
Yeah, I don't know if I liked Hereditary. I liked Midsummer. I'm not interested in Bo is Afraid at this point. I, I hate when movies don't give a idea of what the movie's about and they just give little teasers. I don't want to go in with no expectation of what to expect. Tanner, I don't, I don't, I don't want to go I in. I know without. you're not going to watch it. So I'm going to send you what Tommy sent me about it. And in, in the. <laughs> well, I the said I'm going to watch it. Abbreviation. When it's on a streaming service. Ugh. But go ahead. I'll still look at that. And forget I, about it. I won't send it to you, Josh, because I want to hear your. I uh, I probably no. I probably will not see it in the foreseeable future. Disclaimer. So do with that what you will. <laughs> Until it comes out on a streaming service, I don't give a fuck about this movie. <laughs> There's no way they're getting my money for it. Look out! They might they might swindle in there and, and get your fifteen. I bucks. might go watch it again. I would. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what he says. <laughs> oh, it's great. All right, Tanner. I sent it to you. Have you received it? I love the episode where Randy gets ball cancer so he can smoke marijuana. <laughs> it's a great episode of South Park. <laughs> it's so good. There, I... Couldn't help but watch it and not think of the ending of Last House on the Left. Josh, are you hoping I sent it to you? No, I was going to look up Last House on the Is Left. Is that the Jennifer Lawrence one? No. no. Or, which one's Last House on the Left? It's the one where the guy's kid gets like assaulted and raped, and oh. then they show up to his house, and he knows so that he they did this. Torches them? They don't. Correct. Yes. And we cheered in Jacob's house as they murdered these people. <laughs> and the final scene where he sticks the guy's head in the microwave. Ugh. Brutal. Is this the you. one with Sarah Paxton? Oh, fuck. Did you also <laughs> so know that is it this... was... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> no, give me a, give us this that, negative that information. That it was a remake. Correct, yes. Yeah. Um, my question for you is a typical Ari Aster where he relies on gore and shock factor. No, it's that's, I think that's the thing that was really weird about it was it was it picture hereditary in midsummer and throw that out the window. <laughs> it's he still relies or like dives, I think into a lot of symbolism and foreshadowing and all of that kind like. of stuff. Um, but it's just, it's so trippy, man. And it's so incoherent, uh, in See, the way that only an artsy film can be. <laughs> and I don't know man. if I gained anything from watching it, but I'm not, I'm also not upset that I went and watched it. If that makes sense. Makes sense to me. I, I didn't I like hereditary. I didn't go back and watch. I liked it on viewing, but I haven't gone back and watched it because, to me, the story wasn't fantastic, and I felt like it kind of relied on shock factor. Um, the story was good. Midsummer, however, typically I don't like movies that rely on shock factor. Midsummer had shock factor in it, but it was a great story and a great way to tell the story. So I've watched it over and over again. I think both of his, like both Hereditary and Midsummer, he does a great job like creating like really t relatively like, I don't want to say beautiful, but just like well-crafted stories. Take the story Do and you... throw it out the window for <laughs> Bo no. is Afraid. <laughs> <laughs> now that you watch Bo is Afraid, do you understand why he called it a Jewish Lord of the Rings? Because I still don't know what that means. No. Uh, I'm sitting there the whole time waiting for Gandalf to come out here and like put a plot in here. <laughs> With his yarmulke. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, uh I do you think he just said it because the movie doesn't make sense? So he's like, well, my my personal review doesn't need to make sense. <laughs> I almost kind of feel like he doesn't know what it's about. <laughs> mm. <laughs> so, <sighs> but it's like the story makes sense and the story is there, but at the same time, it doesn't. Okay, Tanner, you've seen uh, seen. 
Mr. Nobody. Yes. So it's almost fever dream storytelling in that aspect where it just jumps around a little bit and, and it seems weird. Um, but like somebody described it as like, uh, kind of as like an epic, like the Odyssey, like Homer's the Odyssey. Which if you guys have never read that, I would assume you have because of English class. Did he kill his dad and fuck his mom? No, <laughs> but, uh, but after I, I heard that comparison, the movie made a lot more sense to me, I think. Allow me to interject. I leave the podcast with this. One and a half stars from Charlie on Rotten Tomatoes review of Bo is Afraid. <laughs> Quote, zero stars. The worst film I've seen in my 68 years living. Cup of tea.